0: Let me tell you a little bit about Russell and Carrie, and um, and sometimes guys don't even have category for what some of this stuff looks like. So I want to just give you a little story in road to my married life. We just celebrated 19 years. So hey, thank you very much. <laughs> Pretty exciting. So I got married up in a North Georgia chapel, and and intentionally wanted to get married in a little chapel an hour and a half up in the country roads in North Georgia, so, and our thought process with that is, one, I didn't want to drive by the church every day, I wanted to have a kind of sacred space, and also, I didn't want any annoying people showing up in my chapel just because they were coming for the food, so if the people were there, they wanted to be there. <laughs> so, we got married in this little country church, been around for a hundred years, and so we took our kids back there a few years back, and it was fun to kind of reenact a little bit of that with our kids, so. Um, I had an older man who walked with me that told me two things right before we got married. He said, Chuck the TV for the first year of marriage. And, uh, and so we did that. So we had uh, nine years without t- any TV. And it created this awesome space. So you guys, this is the question. Write it down. How do you create space for your marriage? How do you create space for you And your bride. If you don't, space will take over you. What does that space look like? Write it down and be specific. So the first thing he told me was chuck the TV. Second thing he told me is pray every day with your wife. I didn't know any better. I didn't know any different. So, I was like, wow, that's kind of a big thing. I didn't really get a big lecture on spiritual leadership or anything like that. It was just simply a strong exhortation from an older man that says, pray every day with your wife. Well, the honest thing is, I was a young buck. That intimidated the heck out of me. Anybody relate to that? Okay. Half of you guys are lying. No. Um, okay. It's a big deal. Now, to talk with me a little bit. I want to hear a couple of you guys. Why is that so intimidating? Why is praying with your wife intimidating? A couple of big ideas. Vulnerable. What else? Accountability. Accountability. Okay. She okay, she could pray better than you. Amen to that. All right. What else? Come on, guys. What? Okay, pressure. What? You gotta, yeah. Yeah. Live up to what you pray. What else, guys? This is where the rubber meets the road. Feel okay, feel guilty. She's not, on that sheet of music. She's not on that sheet of music. Okay? What else, guys? What? Okay. All right. A couple more things. Challenges with praying with your wife. Shows your weakness. Starting. Starting. Okay. All right, change channels for me. A couple of you guys. Those are the challenges to leading that. Talk to me now about what. What are the positives? What are the. What are the wins for you when you guys have experienced that? Intimacy. Intimacy. Oh, strength. Strength, Unity. T- strength together. Unity. Okay. I heard what. Unity. Unity. Thank you, Don. What else? Leadership. Good. What? Blessings. Power. Pa- power? Yes, okay. What else? Gratitude, Gratitude. yes. Humbleness. Humbleness. Okay, humility. Excellent. Anything sounding good? Okay, the negatives were pretty heavy, right? The room, the cloud came over the room. All of a sudden you started talking about the winds and, you know, I'm ready to go home. So. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. So, vulnerability, accountability. So, okay. Yep, reverse. You get to hear from her, right? One or two other wins. Peace. Peace? Okay. Nobody is. Answered prayers. So, it's a celebration. Anybody have the physical celebration after the spiritual celebration? Does that ever happen to me? Am I the only guy in this room? That, okay, <laughs> right? Okay, there's a big old word called Intimacy, and there's a book written on it by a guy in this room, Dr. Weiss. Okay, so it, show of hands, anybody go from spiritual intimacy that leads to physical intimacy? Okay, how many hands? Okay, you guys who are not raising your hands, look around the room, keep your hands raised. Yeah, there's something in this that's by God's design, right? Spiritual intimacy... Leaves room for physical intimacy. It's this wonderful union. Okay. This is very vulnerable, guys. So I'll just share this. The vulnerability is that that celebration for Carrie and I is that I have prayed with my wife. The first, I'll say, four to five months was a struggle. And the biggest struggle was getting in the routine and the habit of it. But there was a rhythm that was created and a habit. And part of it is like Dr. Weiss talked about, I don't need as much sleep drove my wife crazy. The first year she went nuts. She tried to be such a good wife and stay up and stay up and stay up. And I was just like Mr. Energy Guy. And finally somewhere we figured out that this wasn't going to work because she was just dead on the pillow every night, which affected other things. So we had to back up her schedule and go to bed when she needed to go to bed. And so I was trained early on in our marriage to go to bed when she needed to go to bed. Now the first couple of years I read books and other things, but eventually I learned how to go to sleep. So I front-loaded my sleep so that I was ready to go early in the morning. Being a morning guy makes that thing work for me, because I function optimally on five to six hours of sleep, and I get my eight hours on the weekends to catch up. That's just me, guys. I do that well. But I go to sleep, and that routine, in our first year of marriage 19 years ago, a lot of Carrie and I to grab hands and pray every night for 19 years. Now, that that's for, that's for Carrie and I, and so, you know, and that has been a grounding point for all these years, and, you know, it's it's just something that I don't talk about that often, because it's so part of the character of who we are. But I, I look at that, and I think about that. All those challenges you guys mentioned, everything you described, you just described my first year of marriage. All the wins? You just talked about the last 18 years of marriage because it, it, it's a celebration, and it really is, and it does connect you guys. So first question, what is the space in your marriage? Second question, what is the spiritual space in your marriage? When, when to you, if praying is a big deal, you may, be, you may be one of these one or two guys here tonight, you've never prayed with anybody, let alone your wife. So what is it for you guys to take a step and just even open the scriptures and share a verse? What is the spiritual space of leading your marriage? To pray with her. Just open that up. That's a big idea. How many is, honestly, is that a big deal for, I mean, that's hard for you guys. A confession with a show of hands. Hey, thank you for your honesty. Okay? Okay. And you know what, guys? That's why we're here. So grace to you. Because it is a big deal to lay yourself out there. So let me pause with that and let me maybe connect something for you guys of why that's hard. Some of this has to do with programming. Okay? You're looking at a man who grew up in a home, a broken home, with a lot of trauma, a lot of violence, a lot of alcohol, a lot of stuff. And the programming that I had is... I grew up with a dad that did not, he had his own issues and did not know how to express his affirmation and his love in a verbal way to me. He did it through gifts and other things. But it wasn't until my wedding day, January 29th, 1994, that my first time I ever heard my dad utter, Russell, I love you. That was the first time. And I didn't hear, I'm proud of you, until years later. Do you think that had any effect whatsoever on my ability to express emotions and verbal affirmation in the context of my family? Can anybody relate to that? It's a programming thing. Some of us men have to program and work that thing to where we become quick with our affirmation, particularly of our kids. Quick with our our love. In, in expressing that, and so th- there's an emotional connection, and you know some of us are, if I could use the word, emotionally constipated. Why are you guys laughing? <laughs> okay, let me lead you through an exercise right now that we're going to get this thing moving. Russell the Axlax is here tonight. <laughs> If you need to prime the pump, we've got some coffee and brownies to to get it moving. Okay. I want you, let's go somewhat, if I can, maybe neutral, okay? Let's go Christmas. How many of you like Christmas? How many of you got a present for Christmas? Everybody, I hope. Somebody, yes. Tell me there's something in one of those presents that you enjoyed. You guys got the picture? Think back. I know it's, sorry, it's like six weeks ago. Let's go back to Christmas. You with me? Let's go back to a present. You got something you liked. You guys got it? Everybody got it? All right, at your table. Now... Why did you like it, and then what did that make you feel? Okay, that's a big deal, guys. What did that make you feel? And you got to share that right there at your table. Come on, let's go. In a word, what did that make you feel? All right, guys. Okay, you guys, some of you are telling stories, which is awesome. I love that. But if you guys... you got the picture, what happened, you know, the gift that you got, what was the feeling that came out of that, give me one word or a phrase, come on guys, share with me, say joy, Joy. value, Value. okay, love, Love. okay, happy, okay, awkward, Awkward? Awkward. thoughtful, Thoughtful. awkward, great, (laughs) thoughtful, (laughs) great, yeah, what else? Validation. That's a big one. Excellent. What else? Accepted. Accepted. All right. Cool. What else? Sentimental. Love. Love? Okay. Great. Thank you. Appreciation. Compassion. Compassion. Great. Thank you. How did that, guys, just, how did that feel, just saying how that felt about Christmas? Is that, that felt good? Is that a positive thing? It get, gets you moving in that way? So on your sheets tonight, before we close, our formal session, I want you to write the words emotional in your stretch, struggle, and strength. right it in the top left. Stretch, struggle, and strength. Emotional, physical, and spiritual. Physical is probably the easy, easiest because it's an actionable item, and you guys can run to the grocery store and pick up some chocolates on the way home. But I want you guys to come away tonight with three actionable items, emotional, physical, and spiritual. That you come away tomorrow, Valentine's Day, where you're going to do three acts that are going to engage some action for each of you guys in these areas. The physical may be your biggest strength because it's something you can do, make dinner, take her out, send some flowers, something like that. And, and so if, if you have something in mind, if something's popping in your mind tonight, write it down. What's the physical thing to do? Maybe the physical, I mean, I'll give you an out, you can give the letter. It's, it's nice. If there's something else <laughs> you want to add to that, it's great. What? Yeah, that's right. Wasn't the letter great? Isn't that great? Yeah. All right, so all right, if you guys are emotionally constipated, that may give you a clue to some of your spiritual constipation, right? in, in the same way the emotional thing, this is the, this is the tool, guys. How many of you guys like tools, right? Okay, I want I want you tomorrow you got to think through a memory and you grab that memory, could be some experience, it could be your first date with your wife. Hi Larry. First date with your wife, and then you unlock that story with the memory, and then you use an emotive word to get you moving in that way. Is that, is that something we could all commit to? Is that a, I mean, that's a big deal. We do it naturally, but oftentimes it comes out negatively, right? But this is a way to honor her feminine heart. And also what happens is our wives are responders. Amen? As you will find that as you take the discipline and the tool chest of unlocking something that you want to honor her through the memory of this, And not just the memory, but the emotive of that. What what were you feeling on that first date or the night that you asked her to marry you or whatever that story is, what you will find. It may not be in the moment because you don't want to manipulate it, but what you do is you segue a response, and that may come the next morning when you're having coffee. There's a lot of hurt. And next thing you know, you're building on this thing. And you guys are getting emotionally healthy. And you build into this thing where you guys can respond in any way. You guys get this? Okay, this leads you into some spiritual stuff. And let me give you a verse to anchor this on. And there's lots of verses, but this is one I just want you to maybe meditate on tonight and tomorrow. Psalm 118, verse 1. You guys know this, but I want you to put your eyes on it. Because this gives you a little clue into what's happening here. Let me read it for you. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. And his love endures forever. There's a lot of emotive in there, isn't there? What unlocks your worship, spiritual worship, starts with gratitude. Amen? Amen. I am thankful for my wife tonight because she made brownies. It feels good because she honored me in that way. And it's a way of honoring you, men, and it's a way of supporting a work that we feel called to as a family. It's just not Russell's crusade. God, I'm so thankful for Carrie, and it unlocks my worship of him and allows me to segue from gratitude of God, gratitude for my wife. You guys see the connection. It is an act of worship, and this brings us back to the union that Dr. Weiss just led us through in an order of marriage. But guys, I really want you to just get up early in the morning or later tonight and just work that thing. As you go to bed tonight, give thanks to the Lord for He is good and His love endures forever. And if that is one tool to get you moving spiritually, hey, honey, I was just reading this, and there's something that I'm grateful to the Lord for and just a word of gratitude for how God has blessed you it unlocks your heart for your love for him. And then you begin communing in that way with your spouse. Do you guys get this? This is spiritual leadership, guys. Your heart unlocks in worship, and you invite your spouse into this thing, and you're moving. And then next thing you know, you build on that, and you connect in something, and it could be your memory is something at a retreat you went to or some spiritual time, or sharing communion with one another, and then you're sharing at that level, and next thing you know, I felt this way when we shared that together, and then, and you're moving. And you respond to that, and your physical response could be sexual, which is awesome. And it could be that. And guys, this, this is God's gift to marriage, to us. And it's a way to worship Him, and worship one another. And so, and this is something that I've prayed, and I'll close with this, for 19 years. God is the author of love. He's the one that instituted romance. Amen? And so, Lord, let me be a student of my wife so that I know how to love her and nurture her and build up her feminine heart. And we celebrate this, this union together. Spiritual, physical, it is a celebration, guys. And that's really what Valentine, that's what we're doing. And so, guys, can we can we commit to that? Is that too big of an ask for you guys to leave here with physical, emotional, and spiritual leadership? Can we do that together? That's a big deal. So I see a lot of nods, and I want to hear back next week on how it goes. So this is a big deal, guys. So, and this is what we're called to. I think you're men enough to do it. So, all right. Um, so I'm going to close, and then. I want to give you a few minutes to write down some of your action steps. And I want to encourage you not to be general, but specific in what you want to do. And then if if you want to linger a little bit at your tables, that's great. If you need to go, that's fine. But if you want to commit to those things, those action steps, I encourage you to share just even one of those things with with the guys. And guys, if you're stuck, if you're struggling, that confession unlocks... power in your life to also get you moving so feel free to share with the guys so let me close and pray father thank you so much for tonight it's a big idea that we're breaking up spiritual ground in our marriages lord and this is where you want to work most in our lives so lord i just pray a powerful blessing over these guys that you would move and just and just that these guys would take back ground that might have been lost in their marriages and their families lord and just let them be able to take firm steps as men of God, as husbands and fathers, that they would serve their wives and their children well, and honor you as they walk this road. Lord, let these guys be courageous as they step forward, because it is a very intimidating and fearful road. But Lord, I just, I just confess this just temptation for fear, and I just pray a spirit of faith and faithfulness over these men tonight. Let them be faithful men as husbands and fathers and leaders of their homes. Lord, we just thank you for this place and uh, these men that are here tonight. We thank you for the leadership of Dr. Weiss and and Corey and uh, just the testimony of their lives. We just love you so much in Jesus' name. So you guys engage around your tables, and uh, thanks for being here tonight, guys.